This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. It's time for Shattered Soulstone. Featuring the latest news from Sanctuary and beyond. Each episode, a heroic party of Nephilim band together to help keep you informed on everything in the Diablo universe. And now, your Diablo Community Podcast. Coming to you from the dark recesses of the proverbial Dawn Forge pouch. Yes, I pronounced it correctly. This is episode 144 of the Shattered Soulstone Blizz Crud Free. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get an audio book download at bit.ly slash soulstone2017. Over 180,000 tiles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. It is... November 6th, 2017, and this is your man, Degree. Hey, don't forget about me. I'm here this week, Wes Patilio. How's it going, everyone? Those listeners out there. Yeah, How's yeah. How's it been, man? Good. I don't have to do a solo show, uh, <laughs> so that's awesome. <laughs> or <laughs> Yeah, sorry about horrible. that. I've, yeah, I was, I was sick that day, and uh, I'm still... I apologize to the listeners if you got to hear me coughing several times during this episode. I'm still getting over this cough. It's, it's destroying me. But <laughs> but I'm here. He had the hibbity hibbities. Uh, he's over that now. Mm-hmm. Well, 25% over it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, say 75% over it. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's let's get to it. What have you been up to in-game, bud? Oh, in-game? Uh, I've been playing... I watched a video, and then got all excited, ran a crusader to max level, and uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna run a little shotgun crusader, holy shotgun crusader. It's uh it's kind of fun. Oh, what is that? A uh, a smite crusader? No, no, you use like I don't know some stupid move. Uh, they call it the holy shotgun i think wait hold on what's it called let me get the effective let me get the effective title for you yeah say, that's one that i have not heard holy, of what is what holy is that? shotgun yeah that's um your main move is like you know you hit him with the shield glare and then you hit him with the heaven's fury but you have like the heaven's fury that has like three things on it and it looks like a shot like, this is a popular build it's called the holy shotgun okay yeah i'm looking at it now yeah, it looks like it completely runs off of Heaven's Fury. That's interesting. Really very tanky. You can just stand in all the bad. Yeah. And just stand there and be like, so what you have lasers and fire and poison and frozen. That's very interesting. Nah, that's fun. I, have, I don't have any gear yet. I, I just... Like I said, I just hit 70, so I have nothing. I don't have, um, I think I had one piece that I needed that has intellect on it, not strength. Anyway, that's what I've been doing. I just ran it, uh, just, just having fun. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna season that. I'm just, I'm still gonna run the necro for season, but you know, we're, we're between seasons, so 
Just wanted to kind of like a little speed build. You get on your little horse and run around. The horse is totally cool, by the way. Jesus. Oh, I, yeah. My necro needs a... Why can't I ride a skeleton horse on the necro, man? <laughs> get that on That would it. be awesome. That would be really awesome. I don't like the necromancer. It's no secret. I don't like the necromancer movement, the blood thingy where you just and then you go over there. It's, it it looks janky. I don't like it. Give me a necromancer skeleton horse, please, please. <laughs> that would be cool. Hey, I mean, you you did say that uh, you had you don't care too much for blood rush. I don't like it. It's horrible. It's it's just it's just below horrible. Horrible would be an improvement. It's not good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So that's why it's called the Holy Shotgun. Okay. So the Heaven's Fury you're using uh uses a rune called Fires of Heaven. It's not a beam of light from uh from the sky anymore. Uh the Fires of Heaven turns it into a uh Kind of a triple beam blast that fires out in a cone in front of you. Yeah, deals 960% weapon damage. Is holy to all enemies. It's so it's more controlled. Okay. Yeah, I was thinking you were just like cast these beams and you pretty much just walk around while they kill everything. But either way, it's okay. cool, brother. I, yeah, I like yeah. it a lot. It's I'm having fun with it. It's like I just just do, 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 on my horse and then I get off and bam 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 and then I get back on my horse do, 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 do. I wasn't the cavalry I mean come on yeah I mean hey man if you if you like that build you should check out the uh, um, it's the steed charge uh, farming build um, yeah it's it's, <laughs> it's way more fun than you'd think it's it's not something to push greater ifs with I'll give it that but uh you're pretty much steed charging 100% of the time. You know, you don't stop. You never get off your horse. It's like you, you you use your steed charge as your attack as well, and it does a whole lot of damage. Like, I can plow through T13 yeah. like it's nothing. Elite enemies are nothing. You just literally run through them and they die. It's crazy. We might get together and set something up like that later, but right now, that's what I'm... <laughs> You know what? What about what, what about what about the great vest? What's what's the great vest doing in, in game lately? Not much. I actually had problems getting Diablo to work. Um, it patched and then had some kind of error, and uh, I had to uninstall it and reinstall it. I haven't pulled it up since, so I don't know if it's if my game's even working properly or not right now. So I'm gonna have to find that out. I will say this. Since the patch came out, every single time I load Diablo, I get in on the first attempt and it's just completely frozen and I gotta dump the game uh, and then immediately restart and when I restart the second time it works. I don't know what the deal, like I go in and, and I don't even have like toolbars, you can't move, you can't do anything in the game, it's just completely frozen. Oh really? Yeah, and then you just dump it, say, yeah, the, you know, Diablo is not working, not responding, it dumps it, and then you go back and click it a second time. It's kind of annoying because it does it every time I load Diablo. Now, I did go eat dinner earlier, and I didn't log out, and I got kicked for AFK or whatever because I was eating dinner, and then I came back and was like, oh, shoot. And then I was like, man, I'm going to probably have to load the game twice, and I didn't do it. It didn't do it on me then, but I had already loaded. So, I see. I don't know. 
maybe it's just me. I'm not sure. I don't know. Maybe it's a bug that they've got to fix or work out or something. I'm not sure. But I'm hoping that uh, I'm able to log in here soon because i got to, uh, you know, clear my mailbox from Season 11 ending. And uh, I've got to be ready on Thursday and Friday. <laughs> season 12. Yeah, you got to get those primals out of your mailbox. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh, wait, that was um, me. My bad. My bad. <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. I still need to make a primal section in the Discord server for you. Oh man, I've been waiting. I got all these pictures. They're just hanging. <laughs> remind me, remind me, and I'll make one. So, uh, BlizzCon 2017. You did you catch any of it, or were you at at work or busy? Well, I was at work, but I could hear the crickets from work. <laughs> So uh, I actually um, uh, I covered BlizzCon with um, Medros from Dawnforge, uh, Frasley, uh, Lady Emma, and Bullet something. Where's his name? <laughs> I'm trying to find it. Oh God, I feel so bad. Um, hey, is that the Lady Emma Bullet. from CTR? Uh, what's CTR? What? CTR, what is that? Okay, let's convert to raid the convert to raid guild on Airy Peak. Oh, I've got okay. no clue. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I'm like, uh, is this some World of Warcraft reference or something? She plays a lot of World of Warcraft. I, I don't know if that answers your question. I, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, they were all really cool. We all had a blast. It was awesome. We did it live on the All Things Azeroth Discord channel, as well as I think we're on Twitch as well. I'm not sure, but we we're going at it for about 11 hours on Saturday, covering the entire BlizzCon from beginning to end. We recorded a podcast, I believe an ATA podcast, at the end of that. Uh, so for those of you who listen or don't listen, why don't you go check that out? And if, you, if you're if you interested in more details about uh, BlizzCon 2017, you can hear more about it there. This year there wasn't many, or there wasn't much Diablo news. There was only two panels, one on Friday, one on Saturday. Uh, I did watch both of them. So the one on Friday wasn't what people thought it was going to be. The title of the panel and the description were kind of misleading. It was uh, the visuals of the necromancer abilities. So what we assumed it was going to be, well, at least what you and I assumed, I think, was that it was just going to be like, oh, well, this ability looks like this and sounds like this, you know? <laughs> like, we were wondering, why are they doing this? Necromancer's been out for a whole season now. Why are they going through a visu uh, visual description, you know, why do we need this? Well, it turned out to be really cool. It was, uh, they weren't really talking about or what everything looks like. They were more talking about the process of what it took for them to create it. They kind of went through and gave some a little in-depth knowledge on what it took to create certain abilities, who worked on what ability, and the process in which it took from the idea phase to actually making it all happen and working in-game how it is now. So it was it was really cool how they described that. And the other panel on Saturday was just... They had uh, 
Riker, Leviathan, and you know a few more, you know, top name Diablo people. Yeah, they brought them on stage with uh, Nevalistus, and they all talked about um, some of their most treasured Diablo memories of uh, just what's happened since pretty much the game came out. What what their favorite memories were, what are some really cool things that has happened since the game has been released. Uh, it was it was really cool getting to hear some um, community information and just just some cu- cool community stories. It was it was a cool kind of story time deal. So outside of that, there really wasn't too much mention of uh, of Diablo. The final curtain call, I guess, at the very end of BlizzCon 2017, uh, they did make reference to that, you know, there will be things to come. They mentioned that the fans will have a lot of great things to look forward to in the closing statements. Uh, it's safe to say that they're, that was kind of directed towards yeah, we hired all these Diablo people for some unknown Diablo project. Just wait. There's something waiting for you in the future. It was kind of hint, hint, push, push, but not giving us any information at all. <laughs> so, so yeah, we'll see what happens. But uh, it looks like there's going to be something big sometime in the future. I don't know how long. It could be next BlizzCon for all we know. I'm still salty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know, we knew there was going to be nothing, but I'm still like, ah, oh, come on. Yeah. I mean, ne- at least Nevalistus, she told everybody beforehand. Like, she yeah, gave yeah. like a two or three week heads up that, hey, yes, this is disappointing and it sucks, but this is how it's going to be. And at least we came prepared for it. It would have been so much worse if we wouldn't have gotten any warning and just had two <laughs> small panels and just everybody devastated. At least we got a heads up. But yeah, I can see your your point. Uh, that's one thing at um, the podcast we did with uh, with Medros on Saturday. They're giving me and uh, us Diablo fans a hard time. You know, oh, you know, how'd you how'd you like uh. How'd you like this BlizzCon, uh, Whisper? You know, <laughs> how'd you like that Diablo news and all that? Giving, giving us, giving us fans a hard time. I told him, hey, next, next BlizzCon, like, I told him, hey, look, I'm gonna be, you know, I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm going to push all this back at you guys when BlizzCon 2018 or BlizzCon 2019, there's going to be some huge Diablo 3 news thing, and that's all BlizzCon's going to be talking about. It's going to be the main event, it's going to be awesome, and I'm going to rub it in their faces. <laughs> the, the thing that the thing that like gets me is like, you know, even a game like StarCraft, which the last update was 1943, they still had something for that. I mean... This is true. I, 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 nothing. They could have had a dude like run out on the stage and just be like, Diablo! <laughs> As he ran across it. Yeah. I, that would have been hey, enough for me. For, for all we know... 
For all we know, that could have happened, man. <laughs> could they pay somebody three ninety five to run across the stage? <laughs> Come on, I'm not talking about three dollars. Just three dollars ninety five cents. I would have done it for three dollars. Come on, that that would have been brilliant. Have I done that, it I will free. That. that would have been awesome. <laughs> so, uh, I hear there's something that you'd like to bring up in this episode. Why don't we talk about that? Sure. Start it off. Ideas. And I got a great idea. And all you, all you Sniflums out there is going to love this. See, oh, Here we go. Another another greed idea. <laughs> this is better than lawn darts. Which oh, is, oh, is idea, it? Which is still is a it, great it? idea, let me tell you. This, oh, is, God. this is another home run. Grand slam, okay. touchdown, goal. This is, this is the good stuff. Hey, you guys know his track record with ideas like this. So yeah, 100%. Just, just keep your keep your expectations low and <laughs> hear him out. <laughs> Look, what's the problem with Diablo, right? You gotta bring three friends. I don't always have three friends. But when you do, you get a whole lot more experience and yeah. drop rate and you, stuff. you get more you get more stuff. You get more experience. There's four people there helping you kill stuff. The enemies run from you more. I don't know if that last part's true. Anyway <laughs> I know the game's made for four people. But there's not always four people. So what could we do? We could put this little bitty button down there at the, on the bottom that says, Hey, would you like to play in a four-player group? And you just say, yes. It can even go as far as, would you like to be in a two-player, three-player, or four-player group? And you could, you could be like a little slider. You could go solo, two, three, four. And if you turned it to two, three, or four, it wouldn't put other people in your game. You would still be a solo player, but it would just turn the monsters up to like if there were four people in your party. You would get the, the monsters would do the same damage. They would output the same, just like there was four people. You would get the same amount of experience. You would get the same drops. Only thing is, is you wouldn't be four players deep, so maybe you couldn't go as far. That would be the only thing. But you wouldn't be held back by these constraints. Now, let's say you had two people in your party or three people in your party. You can still turn it up to two, three, or four. If you had four people in your party and you just wanted to, I don't know, not get as much experience for some reason, you could turn it down to two-player or solo. And you could go the other way with it. Right? Like, let's say, hey, I got four people in here and let's do a solo game. You could turn it down there to the old solo and just go in there and have a smash fest. It would be fun. Not saying that would be a popular option. Just saying it would be fun. The thing about it, about Diablo, is I love the group content. I mean, you know, you always got people that help you. You know, they got sport players. You got your other DPS players. Maybe you're supporting somebody else. You know, it's a community game. I got that. But for those times when I can't get a community together, I'd like to just play solo and not get punished for it. What are your thoughts? I actually do like the idea. It is it is very interesting. Um, I would not be opposed to this. This is much better than your lawn darts idea. 
but I'm going to have to play devil's advocate here and uh, ask you a few things. With this idea of, well, first off, don't you think having it that way could potentially bring a type of antisocial vibe to some people that say, let's say, like, normally would play in a group, but since they don't have to now, they they won't, or, uh, you know, Diablo 3, that they made it that way, so it's as social of a game as it can be. Uh, yes, you can do anything in the game solo. It is built that way if you if you choose to, but it rewards you for playing in a group. So therefore, it's it kind of raises the question: Is this game or is that mechanic made because it's supposed to add a social aspect to this, get people together, get people playing together? And if you implemented a system like that, it would kind of destroy that <laughs> like it would uh yes people could still be social if they chose to but it wouldn't feel as rewarding anymore to be social because they can get the same exact benefits by playing solo and just hitting that setting two things about that one i hear you but being in a four-player group by yourself and being in a four-player group with four players would be very different. You could push higher with four people because you're there's four people there doing damage and you know supporting, helping you do damage, helping you live longer. You know that kind of group dynamic. The group dynamic will hold the community together. And there's already people who do not play, will not play. They're completely against it. They, they will not play in a group. There's people who only want to play solo. Yeah, that's true. And for people who's never been in a four-player group and pushed, the difference is ridiculous. Let's just talk about one thing, experience. Mm-hmm. Let's not talk about the fact that when I'm running with four players, when I'm running with two support, two DPS that I can push 10, 15, 20 higher than what I can solo. It's not, that's, that's a whole other ball of wax. Because I'm not putting that in contention here because that won't be in play here at all. Because you won't have that anyway. You won't mm-hmm. be able to do that with this system here. What I propose is letting me cut down the un- fair advantage a group has against me mm. that's it this is this is, this, is just, this is just to get rid of the despair between it's night and day it's not the same game when you play with four people mm-hmm. I, can, I can run on a, at, at an 80 and I'm going to get X amount of experience for that and I can turn it down to 70 invite three friends and probably get three or four times the experience I would in the 80 and let me tell you, four players in a 70 is like a snooze fest compared to that 80 solo. Yeah. Not to mention the four players in the 70 is probably going to clear it in a minute or two. And I'm going to clear the 80 and probably, you know, what depending on my gear, you know, I can clear it four or five, six minutes. So now I'm in my 80 for six minutes. The other players are in a 70. They do it in two minutes. So now they've done three 70s compared to my 180 not only 
are they doing it, but they're also getting three or four times more experience per. So now you're looking at around 10 or 12% or 12 times the experience that I'm getting in the same amount of time through no fault of my own, just because nobody likes greed or I don't know, whatever, just, just because my friends ain't on. I mean, it, it's very punishing. And there's days I get home and I log in and I don't want to play, you know, nothing against anybody. But there's days I just want to, you know, I may, maybe I want to push a solo. You know, maybe I want to run a gold thing. Maybe I just want to run the map and look for goblins. There's days I just want to play by myself. But I also would like to be able to push and stay relevant. That's all I'm asking. This is a this is a great idea. It's a great system. If they would just implement this, I, it would be completely game changing. Sure, I understand your your concern for the community, but what's going to keep the community together is going to be the four man meta, because that is what people are going to be looking for to push high, and and that's what it's about anyway. Is is to pushing your character further and further, you know, and. As, a, as an added to that, you know, these people who love four-player groups or even have a four-player group set up, well, what if one of their guys aren't here? They can still get the same amount of advantage by running three players in a four-player set-up group, and they can still get the same advantage while Billy is off eating steak. Now, what about this? That's again, playing devil's advocate. What would be the difference between implementing a system like like your idea and, say, adding a uh, format 14, 15, or 16 that can only be accessed when you're playing solo? Say, like, say, format 14, 15, 16 cannot be accessed if you have two or more people in your party. Okay, let's just talk... A few seconds about the difference between running a greater rift and a rift. It's ridiculous. Yes, the experience rate is ridiculous, but I mean, say if you look at a Torment 13, what is it? Uh, you get what, what like a, was it 8,000% experience increase? And it's, a, it's, a, it's effectively a greater rift 60. Okay, so, yeah, yeah, so it's a greater rift 60. So if you had a Torment. 14, I mean, Torment 14 would be a greater of 65, 15 would be greater of 70, and 16 would be 75. I mean, going from 65, 70, and 75, that's generally, if you're pretty powerful, that's generally around kind of what you're farming for experience until you're so powerful. So, last season with your Necromancer, how many more, percentage-wise, uh, how many more greater rift 65 through 75 rifts do you think you you had done compared to higher than that? I mean, it's hard to say because once I get high, I stay high. Yeah, that's that's true, but it doesn't. It's it's not a very quick process getting stronger than greater of 75. That's about when you start capping out and you need to start finding ancients. Either that or really, really good rolls that aren't ancients. This last season we had to do that 70 to get primals. Mm -hmm. And if you remember, 
I did my primals without a single ancient, not even a weapon. I did my 70, and then I did, I immediately did my 75, but I had found a few things. Uh, and after that, I was pretty much always above 75. But one thing I wanted to say to answer some of your question there, you were saying, what if they just added some more riff levels? You know, like, say, Torment. 14, 15, 16, they basically have it now. It's just called Greater Rift 70, 75. And if you ever run a solo 75, then you know the amount of experience at 75 solo is complete, utter ridiculous to a four-man group's 75. It's, it's just not even in comparison. And, you know, if I can run a 75 solo with the, the group setting turned to four and get the extra experience and the extra rewards, I should be able to. The only thing stopping me is the fact that Blizzard won't let me. Alright, uh, well just, just also keep in mind Greed that there are a whole lot of people, there's a whole lot of listeners and a whole lot of people that are more casual. Like there's uh, I mean I personally know several listeners who I've, I've talk to one-on-one with who have never cleared Greater Rift 45 solo. Okay. Well, let's talk about the person who's never cleared a 45 solo. Let's say you've only done a 20 solo, for example, Mm -hmm. right? Well, wouldn't it be great to not have to worry about finding another player who only wants to do a 20 and just go ahead and bump it on up to the level 4? And run your twenty and get the and get the most gear, get the most experience and the most fun out of the game. Just turn you know, just let us turn it up. Even even at a low level, you know, let's say your highest was twenty, right? Mm-hmm. Just just for an example. Like let's say your highest you done in a season was level twenty and you're fine with that. And let's say you turn it up to four and you can only do like a 15. You would still get a lot of experience and a lot more rewards for doing it. It would just increase the amount of rewards and the amount of punishment dished out to your character. So you would have to have, you would have to be able to to clear it would make the game a little harder to clear, but you would get a better reward. And you could choose. You wouldn't have to go all the way to four. You could go to three or two. You know, like let's say I'm doing 20s, right? And I'm like, oh, I'm doing 20s. I'm doing pretty good. Let's turn that up to a two player and see what I can do. You know, maybe I got to back it down to a 18 or something to do the two player. But I'm getting more rewards because I'm taking more of a risk. I, I talk about, you know, doing 75, 90 with four players or whatever. That's because that's where I'm at. But that's just where I'm at. I'm not top dog. I'm not top number one solo clear. You know, there's people that's doing hundreds. Well, what if we get to 115? And I want to, even at 115, I'm still not getting the amount of experience that somebody with a group that's doing hundreds are going to get. It doesn't matter if we're talking about Greater Rift Level 1, Torment 1, Normal, or if we're talking about Greater Rift 100, or if we're talking about Torment 13. The difficulty level doesn't matter here. We're not 
I'm not talking about the difference between the difficulties. I'm not talking about being a casual or hardcore player. I'm talking about putting another degree into the game. Blizzard prides themselves in being easy to get into, hard to master. Let me turn that dial up to 10. You know, let me let me have a little more control over my game. And if you don't like this system, then just keep it on solo. It's not a problem. But given what you just said, wouldn't that technically make the game easier and easier to master? No, it wouldn't, because when you turn it, like, let's say I turned it up to four player, and I didn't have four players, then I still got to cover their DPS. I still got to cover... Yeah, you you have to cover their DPS, but you get uh, a huge experience buff, you get a huge drop rate buff, a huge gold find buff. I mean, you, you get buffed to make it, you know, easier. Yeah, but this is already in the game, and the way I do it is invite three other people to my game. I already can get that. This isn't something... I'm not asking to give me something that doesn't already exist. I'm just asking to let me do it by myself. That's it. Yeah, I mean, I like I said, I, I get what you're saying. I, It would be nice to have this system, but I don't know. I still think the social aspect of D3 is... Would, would take a huge hit with a system implemented like that. But yeah, that's, just, you, that's just my opinion, and uh, I would really like to hear what, what our listeners think about this one, because this is a very interesting topic. It's a really cool thing for you to bring up. Uh, it's an issue that, you know, I'm sure a lot more people have than I'd honestly think. So uh, I would I'd love to hear feedback and see what the community feels about this yeah i hear you brother i'm just saying it's a great idea it's a it's one more way to give us more instant satisfaction which is what diablo is great for you know and i'd love to hear maybe there's some more to this that some other people could work out i just was driving around in my mail van thinking about diablo and I thought, man, it would be cool if I could play in a four-player group without being uh, in a four-player group. I, yeah. Just an idea. Maybe other people have other things we could we could throw to Blizzard and be like, come on, let's get it. If anybody would like to comment on that, we'd love to hear your feedback. Let's go on to some blue notes here. BlizzCon 2017, there is a, uh, a BlizzCon-only Diablo 3 Challenge Rift. I have a uh, an article up here about it. I didn't see anything of it when I or while watching BlizzCon. This is something I assume they just kind of had there and released articles about. But uh, if anybody wants any details about that, I will have the link on the website. Looks like they did some pretty cool stuff. Some very cool stuff. Uh, I will leave that to you guys to find out what. I could talk about it because I seen it. I seen a video on it. I could talk about it, or we could just say, we could just say, go check it out at the thing, if that's what you want to do. Either way, no, I don't care. I mean, if you if you know about it, go ahead and talk about it. The player started out. He picked his class, and he just started out the gates of Tristram, and he ran into town, and then like Diablo met him there. 
and then challenged him to a greater rift and it was like a ton of bosses and like I mean the skeleton it was like a bunch of stuff like the skeleton king was there it was a, like the butcher it was pretty cool it was basically like a greater rift but full of all these the game bosses and then at the end he uh he had to fight Diablo at the end it looked cool I mean I would do it if they let us roll with it I mean it's not something I've you know, just have to have. It was like a cool little thing, like, hey, check this out. You have to fight all these bosses all at once. Not all at once, but like, it was like, you know, you fight one boss, then move on, a couple little bit of trash, and then there's another boss, and then a little bit of trash, and another boss. Uh, there was some elites scattered in there, seen some yellows, some blues in there. It was, um, it was interesting. Very cool. That sounds awesome. Yeah, you said there's a video somewhere? Yeah, there's a video somewhere. I'm sure if you could find it. I have no idea. Right. Where I, so, somebody was talking about it on a forums page that I was on, and I clicked it, and it brought me to a really not good video, and I exited out of that and was like, oh, my God, that was horrible, and then I immediately found another link to a way better video. I gotcha. Well, if anybody wants to check that out, I'll look for the video. If I can't find it, well, then you might have to find it on your own. If I can, well, I'll have it posted in the, uh, the show notes if you want to look online. Let's see, the 2017 Pumpkin Contest results. Uh, winners were announced. They are really cool. They've got five winners and a bunch of honorable mentions. Everybody did a really really good job these pumpkins are awesome uh the top five were really really neat i like them a lot you guys should go check them out then obviously uh season 12 is coming up uh this thursday the information from season 12 has been given like the the wings and the uh, pennant and all that look really really cool if you want to check that out i have links to them uh i mean the wings are like triple raven wings they're really cool looking uh the pennant is really really cool looking almost looks like uh kind of a protus protus kind of deal like starcraft protoss protoss okay (laughs) it kind of looks like that theme the pennant does it's pretty neat looking i like it uh, seasonal conquests are going to be level 3 legendary gems to level 65. Uh, then we've got kill the following bosses at max level on torment 10 or higher and within 20 minutes to start of the game. Boss mode. Good. Easy one. Uh, yeah. Yeah, me, me and you brother. We'll, we'll slam dunk that one. Oh yeah. Well, we'll get that out. If anybody else wants to uh, knock that out with us, uh, we'll help you out. Just hit us up on Discord or uh, or in game. We'll help you out anytime you want. Let's see. Then we've got Reach Creator Rift level 45 solo without any set items equipped. That one actually isn't as hard as it sounds. Uh, the way I do it is I wait until way later in the game. I've got a habit of anytime I find any ancient item, even if it's completely useless to me, I throw it in the stash. I generally have two stash pages just for ancient legendaries. Once I have a lot of them, generally I'll have an ancient for every slot uh, that's not a set piece. So once I have that, then I'll just 
completely equip myself with 13 ancient legendaries, and then with that, generally you can beat a 45 solo very, very easily. So that's that's how I do it. I actually like that one because I kind of like to design my build on, on upon whatever I happen to find in my stash. Like, I take all my set pieces off and throw them in my stash tab, and then I'm like, all right, what can I put on? What kind of belt? Yeah, I got a this kind of belt, and it goes with this skill, so I'll put that skill on my bar there. Let's see, what kind of gloves do I got? I kind of like that, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like a, like a little... It's, it's not... <laughs> It's not theory crafting per se, but it's kind of like um, it's like a design build kind of. You know, you're just standing in town, like, oh well, I got these boots that put fire things on the ground. I could use those. What does yeah. that go with? You know, and then you start looking at your passives. Oh, okay, I got the fire boots. I got the the hammer gloves. I got the belt thingy. I got the chest thingy. What pass with that? I kind of like that. And then, then you then you run into the forty five, and you're like, no, no, no. Start scratch. Hold on, back out. I just I need I need new boots. I need new gloves. I need to get rid of this. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like, I like that. I like that a lot. It's a, it's it is a, kind fun. of a fun thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then you don't have you know a build that say everybody else has that's running some armor set or whatever it's it's cool I mean, I'm having sure, I'm sure you can yeah. just go online and go like, what build do I do to do my 45 and somebody will be like put these yeah. on and do this but I don't like the I, I love the community um, builds like Big Daddy Danny does great job 70, Big Daddy Den 76 great job Riker does a great job of those yeah Bloodshed. A, a lot of people do a really good jobs on those videos, and I like watching those. Sometimes I, I like to just watch, kick back, watch one of those videos, and just you know set my build up the way they do it. But for that particular achievement, I kind of like to just get in there by myself, design a build, and over what I actually have, and you know it's kind of a fun thing. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. It's really good. Now, the, ne the last two we've got are kill 350 or more monsters in a cursed chest at level 70 on Permit Tunner, uh, difficulty or higher. That one's a little tougher just because you gotta find the right cursed chest. That makes it much easier, but it's doable. And the last one is reach greater if level 55 solo with the full bonuses of six of the following class sets. Which, honestly, that one's really easy to do as well. It's just... You gotta make two different characters, two different classes. You know, you have to gear at least, well, four with one of them and two with the other, or three and three. You know, you just have to find armor sets. It just takes a while. It's easy, but it takes, you know. It's, that's just time. Yeah. Uh, honestly, it's just time. Because eventually yeah. you're gonna find your sets you need. Eventually you're gonna be able to run a 55. It's, it's just time. Yeah. So all in all, the conquests this season are very good, actually. I, I like them. They're very, honestly, I'd say easy. So that's not bad. I wonder I wonder if I'll actually go for completing all five this season, just to say I did. That'd, that'd be kind of a cool thing to do. I did on 11 on accident, actually. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, because I did the four, and then the fifth one I didn't do was the, uh, the I pick up a bunch of gold. Oh, 
I was like low on gold, so I just was like put on my gold gear and I was just running around trying to collect gold. And then all of a sudden it was like, boom, you avarice. I was like, oh, sweet. I had conquest accidentally. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Still pretty cool though, actually. <laughs> you yeah. Accidentally completed a conquest. That's not something everybody can say. Yeah, I totally wasn't trying because, like, there's been times in the game that I wanted that achievement and I worked very hard to get it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that one was just like, "Congratulations, you won!" I was like, "What? Oh, <laughs> yay!" <laughs> yeah. And last but not least, we've got sets granted by Hadri's Gift for Season 12. We've got the Barbarian with the Immortal King's Call. We've got the Crusader with the Seeker of Light. We've got the Demon Hunter with Natalia's Vengeance. We've got the Monk with Uliana's Stratagem. The Necromancer with Tragul's Avatar. The Witch Doctor with the Spirit of Arachir. And the Wizard with Veer's Amazing Arcana. Not a bad lineup. I've got to say, though, I'm starting with a monk this season so I can, you know, support you. <laughs> the Uliana Stratagem armor set, I've got to say, in my opinion, is the hardest build to start with. It's the hardest six-piece set to start with because it's so heavily reliant on seven-sided strike. And early on, when you first get... Hadrick's gift like when you get all six pieces you're still hurting for cooldown like you don't have the gear to properly manage your cooldown with a seven sided strike so you've got to go out and get gear you've got to gear it out and the process of gearing that one out can be difficult because there are some rare items like some of the fist weapons are difficult to get the belt is can be difficult to get like, the, there's just items for this build that are just, that can be difficult. <laughs> so, well, this one's going to be kind of tough starting out. It's doable, but a little tough. Yeah, but, you know what? Hang with greed, it's going to be like Christmas, yo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you doing your Trugul. Yeah, your, your Trugul's avatar, you'll start with that oh, one. Don't, don't worry, not, don't worry. I'm not worry. even going to. I'll be your damage. I'll be your damage dealer. Don't worry. Like you, you be you be crowd control, and I'll be your damage output. Then we'll switch roles once we find the right armor sets. Good. Good. When I pick <laughs> up my Hadrian's gift, it's going right to the stash tab. Is it really? <laughs> Not even gonna equip it, huh? Pulling <laughs> yeah. it out. Hundred percent garbage, in Man, my opinion. You're, <laughs> I know. Miss, you're missing out on some massive damage, dude. Yeah, I, you know what? I don't like it. It's... Hey, hey, you don't, you don't have to run the. Okay, the True Ghouls Avatar armor set does not mean you have to run that. Uh, the True Ghoul Blood Lance build. You can run any blood build with the True Ghouls Avatar. Because the, wearing the six-piece set, you get a 3,000% bonus to any blood ability. Meaning any blood ability you want to use. Yeah, Bloodlands. Exactly. But you don't have to use Bloodlands, is what I'm saying. <laughs> I know what you're saying, but there's really there's no choice. It, it's 100%. This is what you're doing right here. ABC. It's, it's okay. I'm just going to run... 
I'll pick up my Rathma set. It will be amazing. And we're gonna smash face because <laughs> I'm gonna use my new build. And we're gonna right. we're gonna we're gonna tear it up, dude. Alright, sounds good. And the let's see, the last bit of information that I have is the double trouble two times goblin buff that begins today actually. And we'll be over by the time you hear this podcast. Yes, it but will be. Hopefully. I'm happy to announce that you have successfully missed the Treasure Goblins buff. But if you knew about it and you went and killed a bunch of them, cool. Yes. yes. Did you mention this in the last episode? No. A chance? No. Uh, oh, well. Uh, let's hope we're not too late. Uh, I hope everybody's heard about it. Um, I think uh, on the Battle.net app, when you go to run Diablo, uh, I did notice that there is a notification on there. Yeah, you know. pretty so much a lot of people know about it. Yeah. So take advantage of it. it, it I, I've even, you know, I, like I said, I picked up a, a holy shotgun crusader, and you know what I was doing? I was running around out there looking for them double treasure goblins. Okay, awesome. I'd like to hear what uh, a people's experience with this buff. This is a buff that I've never seen before. I don't think has happened before in D3. Yeah. And yeah. uh, I'd like to hear what people did and what people were able to get out of it. So please, uh, I'd love to hear some feedback. See how many uh, Monogarous goblins everybody got, rainbow goblins, and all those the uh, odious goblins and the the blue ones that split off into a bunch. Oh, you know what would be awesome? You know what would be really cool? You know when you randomly run into those areas, you just walk into a room and there's like 30 or 40 goblins in them? Yeah. I want to run into a room like that and have twice as many goblins as there normally is in them. Oh. <laughs> that would be so cool. That or finally run into a bandit shrine and the bandit shrine dumps out twice as many goblins. <laughs> that would be so cool. As a matter of fact, the very last time they had this buff, I walked into a room that was like a keeps level three type uh-huh. room, and there was a bandit shrine, and I clicked the bandit shrine, and there was so oh my god, so many. It was it was tons of fun, and I just put my pets at the door so that nobody could leave and uh, it was <laughs> not good for the goblins it was fun <laughs> and I have been uh, me and my son ran into a, um, a goblin you know a goblin rift and uh, it was double the double treasure basically when you run up on them there'll be one but there'll be the another one like just sitting right beside the other one so they'll just oh, be every really? time you find one goblin, there's two instead of one. That's what this that's what this buff gotcha, does. Gotcha, gotcha. And it, it's fun. I love goblins. Even if they give me nothing, I I, I still chase them. Like I got oh, yeah. seventeen, eighteen billion gold, and even the whatever the Gilden Baron, 
I still chase his ass down and kill him. I'll completely, <laughs> I'll completely skip the elite and drop my stupid buff that I need to complete the greater, <laughs> to complete the rift. Not the greater because I'm not greater, but to complete the rift, I'll run my rift over chasing the stupid. It's I don't know, it's dumb, but I still no, do I it. do the same thing. We do actually have an email. Uh, this is from Ultimo Blaze. It's titled Episode 142 Cheaters. This is a comment on the cheaters conversation we were having a couple episodes back. It says, Hi, I just listened to your podcast and wanted to comment on your discussion about cheaters. I completely agree with your position that cheating shouldn't be allowed. I feel that if there's going to be a leaderboard, then the community expects that the people on that leaderboard are playing the same game with the same challenges and mods and botting completely ruin that. However, as great as it sounds to ban IPs, that would have some serious unintended consequences. It isn't difficult to have a public IP address changed. Change your Mac... Your MAC address, and you get a new address, a uh, new IP address. And then somebody else who may have done nothing wrong may get assigned a blacklisted address and be unable to play. I just wanted to sympathize with your position, but I don't think IP bans are a solution to the problem. Keep up the good work. And this is from Ultimo Blaze. Uh, he brings up a very, very good point. Uh, banning IPs would be a very bad idea. <laughs> I couldn't agree more with them. Hey, yeah, you know, I get it. I'm not a computer yeah. engineer, dude. I, I just... I push buttons and kill demons. I just wish people didn't cheat. That's all. I don't know. I don't know of any better punishment you could give these guys. Maybe you should just send me to their house and let me kick them in the... In the head and anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, uh, I, I mean, I don't know what else you could do. I mean, I was just saying IP because that's the only thing I could really think of to just... Yeah. Maybe you could cut them and throw salt on them. I, I don't know. All right. But you cut them, I'll throw salt on them. Either way, I'm just yeah. saying that I wish people would, wouldn't wouldn't cheat. That's That was really... And I appreciate the email. Thanks. That was totally cool. Yes. Um, and great point. I never thought of the whole IP blacklist thing. So that's... Uh, you know, I guess that's... A, reason why they can't do it i guess i mean yeah like i said i'm not a computer engineer i know how to push the buttons i, I mean i don't know <laughs> well uh thank you very much ultimo blaze for your input that was a very very important aspect of our problem that we missed uh <laughs> so thank you for your contribution and we'd love to hear from you again thanks again for your contribution i will send you an internet high five <laughs> All right. We're both high-fiving you right now. I hope you know. Right now. All right. All right. Now. All right. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you have anything else? Not now. Good, brother. All right. Then I will close out the show. Uh, you've been listening to episode 144 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. Missed an episode? You can find the show blog and listen to the show archives at www.shatteredsoulstone.com. With your support, you can help the show grow. Become a patron today, patreon.com slash soulstone. Come join us in-game. Our in-game community and clan, both named Shattered Soulstone, are open to anyone who would like to join. You can also join us on Discord for the ultimate team and community-based experience. Find the Discord invitation link on our Twitter and Facebook page, as well as the Shattered Soulstone website itself. 
This show is powered by you, the listener. Send in your contributions, thoughts, questions, and feedback to show at ShatteredSoulStone.com. We love Twitter. Come join and tweet with us. Uh, you can find the show Twitter at Shattered Soulstone. Wesper is at Wespertilio1189. And Dead Greed is at DeadGreed1812. You can find the show Facebook page at Facebook.com slash Shattered Soulstone. And Wespertilio at Facebook.com slash Wespertilio1189. We would like to extend a huge thank you to Medros of Dawnforge Productions for hosting our Loot Deviant show. You can find more shows at the Dawnforge at www.thedawnforge.com Thank you for listening. Until next time, from all of us here at the Shattered Soulstone. And remember, Dawnforge. 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 Internet high five and Dawnforge. Yes, Dawnforge. Hey, if anybody else out there wants an internet high five, throw us an email. I'll give you an internet high five. Yes. <laughs> yes, we're now bribing you for emails. Internet high fives, you get one from both of us. <laughs> if you tweet, if you tweet, you only get a high three. I don't know. That's Maybe what it's going to sound like. <laughs> All right. All right. And that's it. Dawn Forge. Dawn Forge. Good night. Good night. Thanks for listening to this podcast from Dawn Forge Productions, copyright 2017. Find us online at thedawnforge.com.